0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Westwood Living Podcast Network. Tom Lydon with you, our second conversation with Charlie Donahue. Uh, This one, very specific, Charlie, and really the motivation as to why I came here today, because you've been talking to me about this for many months, and it certainly deserves its own episode. Uh, You and your wife, Nancy, have donated 157 college courses on DVD to the Westwood and Norwood Public Libraries. Let's just stop there and say how remarkable that is that you have made that donation and made this unbelievable resource available to the residents of Westwood and Norwood, but as we'll get into, residents of other towns as well. What is the the motivation to do this and what is your vision about how people can capitalize on this resource?
1: Well, about uh, 25 years ago, I discovered this company called The Teaching Company. And I saw in an ad, And I sent away for one of the courses that they had and I I took this dvd and I took the course and I said this is fascinating I I wished I had started this sooner and I took a few of these courses and the history of it was a fellow was at Harvard uh, Law School and was ill and missed some uh, lectures and he had to take some exams so people told him that there were some uh, cds that you could listen to and learn about it and anyway he did that he did well in the exam, and he went and worked for the United States Congress, where they're trying to come up with ways of improving education around the United States. How do we make it better in the inner city, in the rural areas? So they came up with this idea, let's go out and find some of the best teachers, and let's record these teachers and make their lectures available in the inner city and in the rural areas. Well, it, it died in the Congress, but this guy was motivated, so he set up his own company called The Teaching Company. And what they did is they went around to major universities in the United States, They interviewed the students and said, who are the best teachers here? Who are the teachers you'd recommend that other people would take courses with them? And so they came up with that list. Then they looked at which of these courses might be of relevance to other people. And they invited these people into Washington and did taping on DVDs of their lectures. So my wife and I decided this would be a great thing to have in a library where people could come and borrow some of these including my grandkids and my kids, uh, and uh, people in Norwood where I grew up in Westwood. So there's 157 available courses uh, in both towns. But we just thought this would be a great opportunity for students, middle school, high school, retirees, parents, take courses together by themselves uh, in some of these subject areas. So that's how we get started, donating them. A few here, a few there. In all fairness, we wait for them to be on sale so we can get a good price on them. But that's uh, how we get up to 157 in both places. So the number one question I'm sure you get from people is like, well, do I get credit for
0: taking these courses? And again, to put it in perspective for you listening, these are courses that are taught by professors from some of the best universities in the world, MIT, Duke, Harvard, University of San Francisco. You can just go right down the list and be impressed by the professors who are delivering these lectures on DVD. But are the kids getting, credit for taking these courses
1: it's a good it's a good question when you say to kids uh, look at all these history courses or the literature courses they're already overwhelmed in many cases they got uh, advanced placement courses are already taking uh, and it's a good question do you get credit but what's important for the students to realize and for their parents is that sooner or later you're expected to write a college essay that you submit to the college or have a college interview and they're looking at Who's unique, who's different? These selected schools are looking at not just a good quarterback or a good gymnast, but they're looking at what are the, what's different about these kids. So if in your essay or in your interview you said, I've taken uh, three college courses in history, and you name the professor and the university, and maybe have a sample of, uh, maybe a report you wrote on the lecture, what you liked about it. That would be, you would be unique. Very few people would be in the position in their interview to discuss all these courses that they've taken. Usually in the interview they ask you, what books have you read? But if you said, I've done three courses at Duke, at Dartmouth, at at MIT, that would get their attention. Uh, There's one example we have locally here where a woman took one of the courses, Classics of American Literature, the most popular course at Brown University, to her school nearby here. And one of the girls in the class said, this is fascinating. This is what college is like. You get lectures like this. So that summer, that girl read. She went to the Norwood Library and took the whole course and then read many of the books. So her teacher said, are you applying to Brown? I think I'm good. So when you do your interview at Brown, tell them you've already taken a Brown course. They love ballsy, pushy people. (laughs) So anyway, she does the interview and comes back and says, that's what they, they couldn't believe I took a course. They didn't believe I knew everything about this professor. Are you applying to Brown? Yeah. She gets in. She can't believe she got in. She goes and takes a course with the professor. Tells him she's already taken one of his courses. He can't believe it. How did you do that? Well, the teaching coming. So anyway, this is why, without credits, you might be creative. Uh, Also, we have found out at the Westwood Library, these courses are becoming very, very popular because of the Minuteman Library group. There's about uh, maybe close to 30 cities and towns in Massachusetts who belong to this library group where you can borrow books from other libraries or DVDs. Large numbers of these courses at the Westwood Library are being borrowed by a lot of wealthy rich communities that don't have this in their libraries. So they're already being well used by people who have figured out the importance of having access to courses like this. So kids sometimes will take the courses together. Sometimes they take it as a family. Sometimes a group of retirees get together and take the course as a group.
0: Yeah, no question about it. I'm looking at some of these offerings and saying, you know what, I'd love to learn about the Civil War over a series of 25 lectures or the Vietnam War. Even I'm a music guy, right? So you can take a music course. And there's a professor who comes in from San Francisco. Let me find it here. It's Robert Greenberg from the San Francisco Conservatory of Music. So if you're into music, you could take a course about how to listen to and understand great music, physics, philosophy, business, economics, history, engineering. I mean, it's mind-blowing how many options there are for not just young people but also maybe you want to do some form of continuing education if you're in your 30s 40s or 50s some of these honestly appeal to me and I can go to my own local library and you're telling me I can go borrow them today
1: Just an example of some of the categories uh, there's 14 science courses a history of science how did science develop? There's six biology courses. The biology course you take as a freshman at Duke University is one of the courses. 14 literature courses. Six law courses, equivalent of a, a, law, a law education. There's a number of courses in business, equivalent of an MBA uh, series of courses. 38 history courses. Four engineering courses taught by a West Point leader. Five courses on the great world religions. The the universities, we've already cited some of the most distinguished universities in the country. The uh, average course is about 25 lectures of a half an hour each. There's history of the world, ancient world, western civilization, eastern intellectual civilization, the Greek history, Herodotus, three courses on Rome, the Etruscans, Pompeii, decline and fall of the Roman Empire, late Middle Ages, history of Vikings, Irish history, war and world history, Then the American Revolution, Ben Franklin, Founding Fathers, the Tocqueville, Ideologies of the American Revolution, the Constitution, the Supreme Court, the Federalist Papers, the Civil War, a a lecture, a course on slavery and a course of African American history. World War II, European Theater, South Pacific and Vietnam. That's the most comprehensive courses that you could take. In business, it's marketing organizational behavior operations finance and accounting entrepreneur toolkit if you're entrepreneur what do you need to know Cybersecurity and strategies it's a fascinating series of opportunities and i think we've answered why might you want to do it and how might you do it uh and it might be a parent getting the kid to do it or the kid getting the parent to do it or the kid getting the grandparents to do it how
0: do people learn more? I mean, let's just wrap it up because I've, if I'm listening to this at this point, it's like, okay, I need to learn more and I need to do my own due diligence because the resource is there and now it's just a matter of someone being self-motivated to enhance their own life, right? Yep.
1: So you go to Westwood Library, you can go up the second floor and say, I'm interested in the great courses and you can look at them and they there should be a listing of what all these courses are someplace for you to look at uh, to see which ones you might want to be curious about. Uh, if they're already out, uh with somebody from brookline borrowing it uh, you can uh, maybe put put a hold on it so when it goes back you're first in line to get it but uh, these would be uh, wonderful for teachers to recommend to their students uh, ap students and others working hard that in addition to the hard work they're doing these are reasons they might want to get more educated in the subjects they're not necessarily covered at the high school
0: well thank you to you and thank you to Nancy for the generous donation. And I'm glad that I'm able to shed some light on this and hopefully the folks at the library will get back in touch with both of us and say, wow, we've gotten a bit of a rush after people have heard about this. So we'll feature this in the February issue of Westwood Living. We of course will put the entire list of courses in a document that's going to be a, a PDF on westwood-living.com. So be sure to go to that website and check that out. And uh, just you know, reach out to either one of us uh, and ask some questions. And as Charlie said, just go right to that second floor of the Westwood Library and tell them that you learned about this by listening to the podcast and you want to know more about it and how you might want to pursue it. So thanks for your time and for your dedication to uh, enhancing all of our lives with some really cool resources. We appreciate it.
1: Uh, Thanks very much, Tom, for your interest and your support and getting the word out to people to hopefully make a difference in their lives. Thank you.
0: You got it. That is Charlie Donahue. And, of course, uh, if you can find fascinating people like this for me to have a conversation with, reach out, t leiden at bestversionmedia.com. I will find that person. We'll sit down and have a chat and then share that with you right here on the Westwood Living Podcast Network. But for now, thanks so much for listening, and have a great day.